0: Welcome to Carved to Beautify, a podcast designed to encourage and inspire young women like you to seek a deeper relationship with God and discover His purpose for your life. I'm your host Alyssa Tanguay, and on this episode, I am joined by my sweet friend Isabella Showalter. Have you ever wondered what your spiritual gift is, or how you can use your gift more effectively? Isabella will share some practical tips for how to find and use your spiritual gifts for a purpose but not just any purpose, for the purpose of bringing glory and honor to the God of your gifts. Isabella, thank you so much for agreeing to be on the show with me today. I'm just super excited that you're here. And I know we had talked about doing this topic like months ago and then life got busy. So I'm just really glad that we got to sneak it in before your school continues.
1: Yeah, me too. Thanks for having me, Alyssa. So
0: I want to ask you a couple get-to-know-you questions, and the first one is, can you tell our listeners,
1: where are you from, and what are you doing in life? So I'm originally from Huntsville, Alabama, technically Madison. It's a little uh, suburb, but yeah, Huntsville, Alabama, and um, I went to Southern all four years, graduated in December 2019, and currently right now I'm at Loma Linda getting my master's in Occupational therapy, and I'm excited about it.
0: Nice, <laughs>
1: that's super cool.
0: Yeah, occupational therapy is so important. Like, I, I was looking into that, I think we talked about this uh, once before, and I actually got to shadow like some OTs. I'm like, this is so neat, like, the stuff that they do is so practical, and I like that.
1: Very, very, I, I like that too. <laughs> that's why I chose so, it. Tell us what is your favorite dessert, okay? So usually i'm actually more of a like salty person not salt okay salty as in i like salty foods but um i do so usually i crave salty foods but i do like some desserts some of my favorite is like for example i don't know if you've had baklava or some of those pastries. because i don't have it's my sister's the one with a super sweet tooth but i have a semi-sweet tooth and sometimes Some of those desserts, like similar puff pastries from, like, Greece or the Middle East aren't overly sweet. And they have a lot of, like, nuts and honey. And I really like that. Also, Mm -hmm. another thing, and I also don't find this overly sweet. There's some, like, Korean bakeries, delicious, that make these, like, cream cakes that have strawberries on top. Those are just little ones. There are some little ones, but I'm thinking specifically plug. There's a place called Paris Baguette in Atlanta, and it has these really good little pieces of cake that are triangular like this. And it, I don't know what they do to it, but it's delicious. (laughs) There's like cream and strawberries and it's like eating a cloud, a sweet (laughs) cloud. That's amazing. I'm gonna have to try that. What was the name? Paris Baguette. Paris Baguette, okay.
0: (laughs) So moving into more of our topic for today, Um, Can you tell us, what is one of your spiritual gifts?
1: Okay, Alyssa, so I actually um, ended up taking a quiz for it um, and looking up the scripture, and I think you were mentioning you'll include a link. Yeah, Alyssa, like maybe, yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. So there's a link, but I took this quiz because sometimes the language in the Bible, although it's understandable, the way they describe the gifts in the version that I was reading, of first corinthians i have it pulled up first corinthians 12 4 to 11 mm-hmm. um the wording is a little different and so when i looked up a quiz it put it into different words i'd say like 21st century language that was helpful to me when i'm thinking practically you know like how can i practically do something right so um my top three were shepherding was number one and i didn't know what that meant at first, but I'll explain it. And then teaching and mercy. So um, I'll just talk about shepherding really quick and just explain what it is. And then I'm sure you'll have more questions later. (laughs) So um, shepherding, it said shepherding and pastoring together, which confused me because I don't feel called to be a pastor, but um, like literally quoting from the website, it says, like, as a gifted shepherd, you have the spirit-given capacity and desire to serve God by overseeing, training, training, and caring for the needs of a group of Christians. So, like, leadership work, but not from the pulpit. So, like, running a small group, which I did at Southern, and I, I co-led a group, and I, I loved it, and other similar things. So, that, that was my number one.
0: That's so awesome. I feel like probably if I took it, that would be somewhere on the on the three for me because mm-hmm. i know you had said earlier shepherding is kind of like mentoring and that's something i love so that's really special so maybe for our listeners who aren't like sure yes we're talking about spiritual gifts but what are spiritual gifts and who has them
1: okay um spiritual gifts basically so There's some discussion when you talk about spiritual gifts. uh, Spiritual gifts about talent as well, and I think spiritual gifts means using your talents for the Lord, like specifically Mm -hmm. in like a Christian or spiritual context. Obviously, it's spiritual gifts, but talents. I'm gonna kind of define that first because then spiritual gifts is based off of that. So this is my own definition. Um, I didn't find it anywhere, but I I feel like this describes it pretty accurately. Basically, talents Mm -hmm. are To me unique skills right that we can develop um or just like a tendency we have towards doing something that makes us who we are um that can help us make a difference in the world or that we can just display either for personal gain and i don't mean that in a bad way just like i don't know like playing the violin up front and i say that because that's something we both do that's a talent and we enjoy it so for personal gain like that because we enjoy doing it for social recognition like positive social recognition we appreciate for money. <laughs> Yeah and a little bit of recognition for our hard work especially as a music major like you know like that's that's a lot of work to prepare something like a recital like yeah so much goes into that I'm sure talking to you and a couple of my other music major friends yeah so I digress anyways but that's that's talents you know it can be used for personal like enjoyment social recognition or um, yeah things like that So that's talents. And then, like I said, gifts is using your talents for the Lord. And I think that everybody has talents in different ways. You know, everyone's good at something, right? Mm -hmm. Whether it be music or school or um, athletics or uh, mentorship, like all of those things can be used secularly as well. But in the context that we're talking about, like within Christianity or within the church, I think that's spiritual gifts, like using those talents to bless others or to serve God.
0: I really like that because I think sometimes people say, oh, you know, they look at the Bible verse, right? And I'm not trying to say there's anything wrong with the Bible verse, but I'm just saying that it limits it to preaching, teaching, serving, you know, things like that. And those are all great things. And those are definitely spiritual gifts. But I love what you're saying that we can take those innate gifts that like God has given us as unique things for us and then use that to be a spiritual blessing, you know, to somebody else. Um, and I think that I love that you were saying, you know, things like music, art, sports, all those different things, because you can do those things in a way like I'm thinking specifically about sports. Um, I've watched a lot of, you know, I'm sure you have too, high school sports games and college sports games and you know, things like that. And I know in high school, our teams used to play like just Christian schools, you know, not necessarily schools of our same faith. And it was a big influence. You know, it was a big witness when we would have good sportsmanship, you know, and we would try to be nice and be friendly and, um, and pray with them. And, you know, we weren't like outrightly trying to like, you know, convert anybody, but we were just using the gift of, you know, athletics and health. That god had given us and using that in a positive way to reach out and be like hey you know like giving people that good impression of, of jesus followers basically
1: yeah no i i like that you i think without even saying a word we can not only uh, like show jesus hopefully you know through our actions but we can also learn from others who are different than us too and i i love that and actually um what you were mentioning kind of at the beginning when you were saying like you know the scripture is good but it it does just give some very specific like limitations before i took the quiz and before i looked up the scripture verse and i wish i'd seen this earlier when said this earlier when you said what's one of your spiritual gifts but i'll say it now because it goes really well with what you just said i wrote down like friendship dot 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 question mark <laughs> you know just that's that's not really listed In the Bible as one but I I wrote that because that is something I enjoy enjoy, and I enjoy making friends and I enjoy becoming close to people and figuring out who they really are and I never knew before that that could be a spiritual gift or that could use or Mm -hmm. or that could be used um, to draw people closer to Christ but now that I think about it that was a huge part of Jesus's ministry too you know he was a friend to all, before he healed them, before often, before he healed them, before he um, would share his message to many, you know, he would just be a friend. And then that sort of tied in once I took the quiz to shepherding, you know, because it talked a lot about you enjoy um, empathizing with other people and giving advice and friendship and mentorship often, or they should, they really should mm-hmm. like coincide and collide together. So it, it worked well.
0: I love that. So what happens when we have a gift or a talent, um, whether it falls into that spiritual gift category, or if it's more like a talent that we're still developing, but it's emerging as a spiritual gift type of thing. Um, how can we make sure to keep our focus on our own life and our own gifts and talents and what God has given us and not start to be distracted by comparison and wanting to compare with other people's gifts and um, even jealousy, you know, to a point seeping in. And I know everybody experiences this, so it's not like we're going to be perfect, but there, I believe that there are ways to um, lessen
1: the hold that that has on our lives. Mm. Right. So first of all, I am, I am definitely guilty of that as well. I think Also in today's society, I think with social media, while it can be used in a positive way to keep in touch with people, especially during this pandemic that we're in right now, or when people are trying to social distance and be very conscious of health, I think social media can be a great communication tool. And it always has been for me with communicating with my family, who's across the country in Alabama or other places. At the same time, though, it can be a comparison tool. And I say this because sometimes you see people like even sharing their gifts, you know, like their spiritual gifts. Like I let out in worship today or I did this or look at this cool ministry. I'm starting, look at this Mm -hmm. podcast. (laughs) I have started, look at this. And sometimes what we, I think need to realize more and more is that those gifts are because of God only, you know? And the reason why we have been able to develop those gifts is because it comes from God and not from solely the other people. And so when we look on social media or we go to church and we see someone up front doing something or see that they get 100 things done behind the scenes and I didn't even like make a goal list today, you know, something like that. It can be really easy to say, I wish I had what they had or God, why didn't you make me talented in that way? Am I enough or not? But at the end of the day, I just think we need to be better at reminding ourselves that we are enough. Because of God. Um, the gifts that we were given, God gave it to us very specifically, and it's a blessing. And actually, I'm gonna read this verse from, yeah, the, the same spiritual gifts area that's First Corinthians 12, 4 to 11, but specifically verses 4 to 6 say, There are different kinds of gifts, but the same Spirit distributes them. There are different kinds of service, but the same glory. There are different kinds of working but in all of them and in everyone, it's the same God at work. And especially that last part really gets to me Mm -hmm. because it's like, yes, everyone is different and has different gifts and it's easy to compare sometimes because we can't do everything that other people do. But I think the difference is is what makes the church beautiful. You know, God loves diversity and diversity of gifts and abilities as well. And it's what we need to realize is that, okay, she has a gift, I have a gift, but it's, and th- though the gifts are different, it's the same God at work. I just love that wording.
0: That's beautiful, and it reminds me of one that I found in 1 Peter four ten through 11, if you're going to use this again later, sorry, <laughs> but you can definitely go ahead, um, but it says, as each has received a gift, use it to serve one another as good stewards of God's very grace, and then it keeps going, and I was like, that's so beautiful, you know, as each one, that's a promise, you know, everybody is going to receive or has received um, a gift. And I know, like you mentioned, starting a podcast for me, when I was thinking about that, I was like, what do I have to offer? You know, like there's so many podcasts for girls out there already, you know, like yeah. what, <laughs> what's it going to be, you know, to have another one. Um, but the more I thought about it, it was like, well, everybody has a story, everybody has a gift. Yeah. And one of the things that I love about this is that I can ask different people, hey, share your gift with us, you know, share mm-hmm. your, you know, and it's just amazing because I didn't even think about it, that. Okay. it gives them an opportunity, you know, to share mm-hmm. what they've been given or what they're talented in or um, something that they've learned. And right. so I think that that's, a, it's a really important thing. If you can start looking at, at gifts as not just like, oh, well, they have this gift and I have this gift, but more as how can we facilitate each other's gifts so then we're able to, you know, make a bigger impact
1: for God? I like that. Yes. Empowered women empower women. So when we have a certain gift and we share that gift, or we really encourage people to develop their gifts, then it's all for the better, like all for God. So, wow.
0: I I love it. It's kind of that idea of you know, when you win, I win type of thing, which is very hard to put into practice sometimes,
1: but (laughs) it really is. This, this world is competitive today, you know, and, and not even like, it's just like inadvertently competitive, you know, where you're not, it's not like you're trying to, but you find yourself saying, oh, I want to be like them or, oh, they did this. I can do, you know, like I said, through social media, for example, or other venues of comparison, like, For sure. And so I think that mentality and I like that you said that and I didn't think about this before, but it seems obvious now where you were like this podcast is a great way to do that because it's something different every week. And it's um, basically talking about different people's spiritual gifts, even if the topics are different, you know, so that's awesome. So
0: (laughs) as far as identity is concerned, like, obviously, we're all going to have an identity in like our gifts, you know, at some point. And like, I know that this, I didn't send you this question ahead of time, but I'm just thinking of it now. Um, How do we avoid not placing too much identity in our spiritual gifts or in our talents, but still embracing them, you know, as God given and something that
1: we should be developing and enjoying. Right. That is a great question that I am also still trying to find an answer for because I think especially if you're someone who enjoys high achievement and who really pushes themselves like I have done at times, (laughs) yeah, Um, and I think a lot of our listeners can relate or a lot of girls can relate to this, you know, it is really easy to get lost in, even if it's like a positive feeling lost of I did this, this is my achievement, like I have my identity in I won this contest or I made this great thing or Look, God, look at what I did for you. And it that's that's hard because it's also countercultural, even though Christian culture is very like we should be humble and that's that's what we strive to do. Um, at the same time, it's it's difficult because you hear messages of you know, self-improvement, which I think are good, or you should always like achieve your goals and try hard for things for you, which is true. But I think it's hard to find a balance between that message of achieve all you can and the message of, okay, but give it up to God. It takes a lot of prayer and I would say, I'll give one example. So there's one lady who I know who runs a nonprofit um, in Chattanooga or helps to run a nonprofit and that nonprofits does some, like there's some volunteers who come through Southern to work with that nonprofit. And I did that at some point and she i remember complimenting her on something that she did i saw her work with a group of people and i said that was amazing like i never i was just blown away i said i never thought that this certain reaction she got from people or this certain response would work with what you put out there and her response was humbling because usually people say oh thank you like it was nothing she didn't even say some she didn't even say anything she just went like like this like she said and at first i was confused like what what? You know, what are we looking at? And then she was like, That was all God. I can't take credit. And it's it's hard because in today's society sometimes people will look at that and say, Oh, they're just trying to be humble. You know they but I like after seeing this woman work more and more with people and sort of watching how she operated, um, I saw she means it and mm-hmm. this she tries every day, like she prays every day, like God like humble me and help me to realize that this is all for you, and not for my glory. And that that's something I need to work on and pray
0: Amen. <laughs> Same. I definitely definitely agree with that. But I love that, and I love the the story that you share. That's so beautiful to think of. You know, what it can look like when we are just being a vessel. So, and that actually leads into my next question: Is do you have any examples of bible characters or any bible
1: verses that tell us kind of how or how not to use spiritual gifts right so I'm sure there was more and I'm sure there were specific stories about spiritual gifts but the one that instantly came to my mind was Martha and that's for a couple of reasons Um, but before I say that I want to say there's not a lot in the bible about her which makes me sad and I think Martha most definitely when you kind of Steady and look at the places where she's mentioned, and you see that she had a high social position, like a high social status. She was the one at her brother's funeral greeting people, which when I read about it, that was often like um, the head of the household's job, like the male head of the household, and Martha was the head of her household, which I think was like a big deal for the time. So she greeted guests, and then later um, that classic story that everyone knows, you know, where Martha and Mary are sitting with Jesus and Martha's the one doing all this stuff. Um, Her spiritual gift kind of seems to me, even though it's, it's, the context is vague, it seems to be a little bit of shepherding and certainly service, like those two for sure. And so this story of Martha confronting Mary, right. And saying, "Why aren't you helping me in the kitchen? And Jesus saying like, oh, Martha, like there's only one thing that can be taken away or nope that's not what it was but it was like you know mary has one thing and it cannot be taken away from her like time spent with me i think that was an example of spiritual gifts not being used super appropriately but i i wouldn't say that it's more just she was overusing it like trying to impress you know and that was the hostess in her and that's was just like the cultural expectation of her time but jesus kind of reminded her like he didn't put her down for that he he did acknowledge that like, thank you for that. And I'm, I'm sure knowing Jesus as the perfect person he was that he really appreciated what she did. But at the same time, he sort of said, like reminded her, you are a vessel, right? And right now you need to be filled by me, like your sister, there is a time to pour out, but there's also a time to be filled. And Mary understands that right now is the time to be filled. And so even if you enjoy giving to others as one of your spiritual gifts or serving others, there's a time for everything. And that, yes, that is my example. That is, that is something that I definitely saw in that story.
0: That is amazing. And it's so interesting to think like, yeah, she was using her gift, you know, but it was kind of like, look, Jesus, look what I'm doing, you know, type of thing. And that's just, I don't know, that hits me hard. Cause like sometimes, you know. You're trying to be involved in ministry or you're doing whatever, it's like, Look, God, you know, look what I'm doing, and and it's like, But have you spent time with me today? Like, what about Mm. your emotional life? You know, um, things like that. So, I really, um, yeah, I really like that. That's really good. So, Isabella, how have your gifts impacted your life and perhaps even drawn you closer to
1: God? Okay, so before I had mentioned. I'm going to use the ones that I, I'm going to use the three that I mentioned earlier um, that went along with the quiz because that's easier a little bit easier language to identify so shepherding teaching and mercy I'm going to share teaching and mercy first because I I'll probably spend the most time with shepherding because that has been more significant and that's also the highest score that I got on this quiz so um, with teaching I actually I never, I considered being a classroom teacher before I, I like children, I considered being an elementary school teacher, actually at Southern, my major on entering was elementary education, not because I planned to be a school teacher, but because I knew I wanted to be an OT and I knew I wanted to work with kids. So I just thought what undergrad would best serve that purpose? Um, and I did enjoy it. However, I realized this is all learning for being in a classroom, of course, and that's not my desired setting. And so I switched. But besides the point, I, I did feel a call for teaching. And what I realized later is that occupational therapy has a lot of elements of teaching because with that particular profession, you are, you're, showing, you're doing rehab and rehabilitation therapy with people with the activities that they do in their daily life. So, with, which takes it, a, I think, a bit further or in a different direction than, for example, physical therapy, where it might be focusing more on movements. So, um, and I'll, I'll try to be brief about this because I don't want to digress too much. It just excites me because this is my career and I'm finally studying for it and I'm excited. So, um, with this one specifically, as an OT, you get to ask people, what is it you would like to accomplish and what is it? What activities are meaningful to you that you might have trouble doing now that, for example, you have an injury or because, you know, for some other reasons, you can't do this action. And So our job would be to come in and teach and help and work with someone to adapt to their environment or to adapt the way they go about doing an activity so that they can do it, even if it's different than before. So most definitely, like you said earlier, it's a very practical um, profession. But as far as the spiritual gifts portion, because that might be a talent, you know, teaching and using my creativity to figure out how can I teach someone to do something in a different way than they might have done it before. As far as the spiritual gifts, um, like you talked about with the sports that you would see people do or maybe participate in in high school, it was very much about friendship and just showing that we are kind people who will show good sportsmanship. And that sort of inherently was like being a witness for, to these other schools. And so through my professional life, although I may not always be able to um, share Christ outright or say, you know, do you know Jesus, for example, but um, just show through my actions that I actually care about people and that I'm here to work with them and to teach them. And so that's, that's the connection. There's other ways that I feel like um, teaching, that I have used teaching in my life or that it has made an impact in my life, but that's the, the main one that I think about because teaching is such an integral part of OT. So that's mm-hmm. the first one. Uh, the second one, mercy, um, which is just sort of showing kindness in general and forgiveness. I think that's something that everyone Is working on you know and it it depends on different situations and that can be such a personal thing you know depending on a a specific relationship that you could apply forgiveness to but generally i just think of mercy as giving people second chances and understanding that people make mistakes but so do we and for goodness sake god's the only one who doesn't make mistakes and he literally (laughs) You know, Jesus came and sacrificed his life for us, you know, took all our mistakes on on him for us. And so for me, that's a good reminder to just in my dealings with people, be merciful and kind, because you never know what Uh. someone's going through. And I didn't see that as a spiritual gift before, but I realized that that actually plays a huge part in mentorship, which I'll mention in a second, or friendship as well. So... Mm. Yes. So that was mercy. And then the final one with shepherding, um, this, this was the largest one. And so I'll kind of apply this more to my life. So shepherding, I kind of thought of synonymously with mentorship. And we we did talk about this earlier in this episode, I have both benefited from mentorship and at certain points also given it when people come to me and ask for advice, you know, um, I think it's a, Great tool to have, and it's it's great to be a mentor. It's great to receive mentorship. It's made such a huge difference in my life, and I would love for other people, especially um, girls, since that's that's sort of been like the area of my interest too, like empowering women or mentoring women, and that's the area of this podcast. I would I would love others to feel the same love of Christ and the same level of mentorship that I've felt through a few different mentors in my life. And I'll kind of mention two. So there's one lady who, I went to Georgia Cumberland Academy and this one lady, love her, she um, like lived in the area and sort of worked for the school at times. And so at first it just started with her and her husband kind of taking groups of students out to eat to give us a break from, Cafeteria food and just something small like that. You know, we we didn't discuss anything deep. It was just how's school going. Oh, how's like you know banquet going? Are you you know running for office like any kind of student office? It started small like that, but it started with just spending time with us and inviting us over, and that actually meant so much to me. <laughs> going to um, a boarding school where you get so used to being there all the time, you know, and with kind of having a group way of living that someone saying, hey, come to my house or let's go out to eat or let's go do something did mean a lot. And I didn't realize I was missing that. So it started very small, but that um, initiation, that sort of friendship initiation that she would have towards me and a lot of my other friends and still to this day, a lot of the GCA students set the groundwork for me coming back and sort of keeping in touch with her throughout college and sort of realizing this is a very trustworthy person who I can talk to and who gives me good Christian advice and listens Mm -hmm. to me when I had crazy questions, you know, or about the Bible or about something going on in my life. She would listen and just give really wholesome advice. And I am just very grateful for her. And I don't know where I would be honestly without some of that advice. And I hope to do the same thing for people. And there was another mentor as well, my pastor's wife, they've moved since then, but my pastor's wife in Huntsville, Alabama, both of them were amazing. They both did a lot of mentorship with the youth in our church as well. And especially um, past the pastor's wife, she really would text me and randomly check in on me. She would, before I drove, she would like take girls like for something small, like shopping or out to eat or just seeing a movie, you know, small things like that, that also ended up laying the groundwork for deep relationships later and I still to this day like informally ask her for advice or when we catch up and she also has been a really good godly influence on me and a good godly mentor. And so I I've, I've had those particularly two models and then within my own family too, my mother, my grandma, all these other amazing strong Christian women who I look up to and who I see as examples and I think man, I want to be That way someday I want to give to people what they've given to me and helped me grow. And so as you can tell, this is an area I'm very passionate about because like you were saying earlier, um, like a good way to use the spiritual gifts is to like spread or recognize that other people have spiritual gifts and realize that we can use all these different gifts together. And so it's kind of like empowering women and that's also what mentorship does so I see mentorship as a way to encourage people with the gifts they have or the strengths they have and say okay how can we develop those further which is why it's one of my favorite gifts because it's like you're recognizing everyone else's for sure for sure don't know if I answered the question yes
0: yes and I I'm just so so glad to hear that and to hear someone else's perspective because like I love mentoring, too, and so it's cool to hear, you know, what it means to you, because it's going to be different than what it means to me, but yet also similar, um, so I really like that, and I think that that's amazing that you had people, I mean, I've had those people, too, you know, and probably most most people have had at least one person in their life, hopefully, um, that is poured into them, and if you haven't, I'm just going to add a plug in here, um, <laughs> if you haven't had that, reach out to us. Um, you can go to carvedtobeautify.com, or you can send an email to carvedtobeautify um, at gmail.com. And if you are looking for a mentor or someone to connect with, just send us an email. and We're working on mentoring and getting a partnership program together for that. So yeah, just send us an email and let us know. But for our last question, um, Isabella, what can someone do if they're unsure of their spiritual gift Um, or if they know what it is, but they want to
1: develop it. Maybe there's two different types of people there, I
0: guess. Um, Could you speak to
1: those two? Right. Those are really good practical questions, actually. Um, The first thing I would do is prayer and lots of it all the time. Um, It can be, like we were mentioning earlier, it can be um chaotic and things can happen where we we just do 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 things or we want to accomplish things and then we forget that we need to stop for a minute and ask god okay but what is it you want me to accomplish or do you want me to step back that's another big one that's hard for me sometimes you know or or whatever asking him whatever but prayer is probably the first way to find out if you're trying to figure out okay what are my spiritual gifts what am i good at how can i use it to serve god asking god directly hey, how can I use this and kind of reading scripture and devotionals to figure out and see like how God talks to us and what God wants us to do. That's number one prayer. Um, another one is to find mentors and Alyssa already gave a great plug, like just now about this. And I, Alyssa, you, I'm talking to you. I just, yes. Anyways. So you just gave a great plug about this. Um, so you can contact Carve to Beautify and kind of like seek out in that way, like a, a female Christian mentor. Um, think about the family and friends who are close to you. I, When I was going about kind of confiding in, especially these two, because within your family, those are nice, like built-in mentors, of course, because you've grown up with them and they've watched you grow. My mom has watched me grow up. She knows me really, really well, like probably better than a lot of people know me and sometimes better than I know myself, you know, that's moms have a way of doing that, you know? And so those are built in mentors, but for other mentors when we're far away from family or when we don't always have like the method of communication, you know, because we might be working a lot or busy, something like that. um, Just reaching out and thinking, okay, who in my life can I talk to about this who do i know would be a safe person who do i and there's various there's various areas that or that that's i would say that's something for everybody to personally like think about okay who's going to be and like i said earlier prayer praying to god god help me to find some good mentors who can encourage me and help me also to develop these gifts is huge for sure so prayer finding mentors who can help you um, develop these gifts. Uh, Another thing, consider taking the spiritual gifts quiz that um, I mentioned. I think um, you're going to include a link about this. Yes, the link will be in the episode description and it might even be on the Instagram post. We'll see how it all works out, but we will
0: definitely have it up for you.
1: Okay, sweet. Yeah, exactly. So taking that because it gives a little bit more concrete results. And I mean, everyone likes taking personality quizzes about themselves. Let's be real. Like we're doing homework and we're like, you know, I really want to find out like what kind of potato am I, or just what kind of anything, you know, it's, it's very interesting. And so this is a very, maybe not that one exactly, but this is the really good way to not only kind of find out, Oh, these are my strengths, but how can I use them? Because the website that I, um, used You do have to, you take the quiz and then you have to sign up to receive the results, but it's free. And there's other websites too, there's several that will give you kind of the same sort of quiz um, with or without a sign up or whatever. But then they'll often say, they will say, here are your gifts and what it means, and then they'll say, here's some ideas for how to Mm -hmm. apply it. And since it's general, of course, it won't give specific links. And that's the next thing, Um, that's the next one on my list of like a practical way to figure out how to develop gifts. So after, for example, you take this quiz and you find out maybe your gift is service or witnessing and the website might say something like, you know, get involved, like it'll specifically say, like get involved with your church or um, consider reaching out to people about some of these things. And so now it's like the next thing is actually try to find opportunities in your local church or Christian college, or if you go to like a secular college, Um, there's Christian advocacy groups or there's like, I'm forgetting the name, but there's like specific groups in certain colleges that are like for Adventists, you know, and they might meet on Friday nights, even if it's a public university or something like that. Just to s- sort of have that community so finding those and kind of doing your research that's what it is. number four is just do your research. Um, if you go to Southern if you follow the Southerns like main Instagram page or Facebook page or the campus ministries main page, Pastor Anna is always posting and the people who run that account are always posting here our service opportunities here are church involvement opportunities here are witnessing opportunities. so whatever your gift is, you can kind of find a way to plug in contribute and really enjoy some of these opportunities. And really quick, I will say for me, um, an opportunity at Southern that I really, really enjoyed. And I also got some of this mentorship, something called AMFA, which is Adventist Muslim Friends Association. And it's an organization where Southern students are paired up with um, usually a recently arrived, like. Muslim refugee family, not always recently arrived, but it depends. And then you end up either sort of tutoring, like one of the parents, like for GED classes, like the mom, for example, or um, tutoring the children that could be younger in elementary school or even older, like high school. And I was paired up with a high school girl. And it surprised me, I was a little apprehensive at first, because I, I wasn't like, always cool in high school. But I thought, you know, I'm gonna just try my best. And I was blown away with the kindness that she showed me and how receptive she was to um, me, like helping her with certain things or how um, kind her family was to me. And I just, I learned a whole bunch that's, you know, off topic from what we're talking about, but the mentorship aspect really surprised me. And it surprised me that I could sort of, even though, This was not a Christian mentorship program. It was a learning experience and still is because I still keep in contact. It is a learning experience and opportunity to learn from each other. And so that's just one example of a service opportunity. And there are at Southern and there are many, many areas to get involved in. So that was just one that stood out to me. But anyways, yeah, that's what I would say. Prayer, mentorship, finding mentors, the spiritual gifts quiz and then doing your research and actually seeking out these opportunities to get involved
0: and there are so many as well as right like you know in church groups in um in school and i mean honestly even if your your specific church doesn't have one you could check in the area you know what are area churches doing um that you know of, of other denominations even like what's what's happening? What are the things, where am I needed? you know, like, is there a shelter that needs people to come and do food? Is it a nursing home ministry? You know, like there's all kinds of things. If you're more of the backstage type of person, I know a lot of churches do um, card ministry. And so people write cards or they'll create cards and other artwork, you know, to yeah. send to shut-ins and sick, sick people. So it's really, you know, the opportunities are endless. Like. <laughs> Like I love what Isabella said, just just Google it, just research, just ask people, make phone calls, you know, um, look at social media and don't shy away from those
1: opportunities to use your gifts. Of course. And one thing I'd like to add about that, that I didn't think of until you said you were talking about. Um, like, for example, the card ministry, I know it's different, especially if you're service-oriented or enjoy face-to-face interactions or face-to-face service projects, it can be discouraging when we're in the middle of this sort of pandemic situation where face-to-face opportunities are limited. The longer we're in <laughs> this situation, the more creative nonprofits and organizations are getting about this with social distancing and proper protocol in place honestly and so it can seem like oh it's going to be different but there are still going to be opportunities for you to serve and it might even surprise you like oh you know like this pen pal opportunity is something that's doable that I wouldn't Mm -hmm. have thought of before because um, the in-person element's not really an issue or just some other examples so even though it can seem like there's some limitations on what I can do don't let that stop you because god will i think god will bring the opportunities our way despite difficult logistical dis um like disadvantages like that and like i said earlier these organizations are organizations are getting more creative about how can we still make an impact and how can you get involved in various ways despite what's going on
0: well isabella thank you so much all of this has been incredibly helpful and hopefully inspiring for our listeners i know that it has inspired me to check out some new service activities so just thank you for taking the time to yeah, this was fun. research and to learn and share and it's just amazing and i appreciate
1: it yay i yeah thanks for inviting me this was really good
0: forget to follow Carved to Beautify on Instagram, subscribe on Spotify or Google Podcasts, and share our podcast with your friends. Until next time, may the God of peace himself give you peace at all times and in every way. Blessings as you beautify the world.